My friends, today, of course, is the third uh, Sunday of our Advent journey, Gaudete Sunday. Gaudete, which means rejoice. And this uh, rose-colored candle, my rose-colored vestments, are symbol of subdued joy. They are in contrast, of course, to the symbols of penance and waiting of the purple candles and vestments throughout the other Sundays and weekdays of Advent. Today, we are reminded by this liturgy, we are reminded by St. Paul to rejoice always, that we are to be joyful. So sad to see sad saints or future saints. Yet it seems almost rude to uh, rejoice in a time when so many are suffering. We too are suffering in this time of pandemic. Many are finding difficulty being joyful during this run-up to Christmas during this pandemic, during a time when our country is so divided, our church even divided, so many problems in our troubled world. So many are lonely. This pandemic is really a challenging time for them and those who struggle normally with depression, but this time is, is very difficult for so many. Many, of course, have lost someone very dear to them in this past year, <clears throat> or even anyone has lost anyone over the course of their lives. This is a particularly difficult time uh, to be separated from loved ones. Many have lost their jobs. Many, many more are fearful that their jobs will soon be lost. Many struggle to see God's presence among so many difficulties crushing them each day, so many struggling with addiction. There are many that continue to struggle with infertility and miscarriages. There are so much mental and physical pain in our world. Relationships are truly being tested. And there are so many other questions, questions whether God loves us or even is present because the world is such a hot mess. You know, the world is a mess, yet we are called to rejoice. We're called to rejoice, and not because we personally are not suffering, we all are suffering, but because we are nearing the annual celebration of that moment, that moment in human history when God himself took on our flesh and entered into our suffering. That moment in which our Heavenly Father sent Jesus to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captive and release to prisoners. Today, we rejoice because a day of vindication by our God, that day, that first Christmas, when God became flesh and dwelt among us so he could vindicate us, so he, my friends, could take on our blame take our blame for our sins. And so our suffering has now a redemptive purpose in the person of Jesus Christ. We rejoice heartily in the Lord because we have discovered that person. We have discovered Jesus, Jesus who died for us, that person who desires to enter into our pain. Maybe it is to those of us and all of us who are suffering during these difficult times that the church especially speaks through the words of Isaiah, who reminds us that God is the joy of our souls. He is the joy of our souls, and that he desires to clothe us 
with a robe of salvation we call this sanctifying grace. And so our souls rejoice in God our Savior also with the psalmist who reminded us that the Almighty has done great things for you and for me. He's done many great things, an abundance of great things for each of us, and so we rejoice. We rejoice that he has mercy on those who fear him. Mercy. I love to meditate on this word. I know I've said this many times, but how is this word constructed in Latin? By taking that Latin word for misery and literally ripping it in half and placing the word for heart in its center. Mercy, where God desires to place his heart in the midst of our misery. And he does that for those who fear him those who are in awe and wonder of him, not those paralyzed by worldly fear. This is an obstacle to that grace, but those who are literally in awe and wonder of the goodness of the Lord. He promised this mercy in abundance to those who are in awe and wonder of him. And so with St. Paul and with all the church, we rejoice always, reminded that we are to pray without ceasing to give thanks in all circumstances, and that to recognize that while mysterious, and this is definitely a very mysterious time, this time is God's will. And that, the, and that God of peace does have a purpose in this difficult time. His purpose is to make us holy, to make us holy. This time is about his glory and our sanctification. My friends, the world is a hot mess. You know, it's always a hot mess. And until we get a grip on how messed up this world really is, the gospel is simply just a nice story. But God wouldn't have needed to enter into his creation. He would not have needed to take on our flesh if it were not seriously broken. His love, his physical presence overcomes our pain. And even if the current pain remains, and no doubt it will, his love gives us hope. His love gives us hope, and so through grace, we are able to rejoice. My friends, God's timing is perfect. It's always perfect. And I know I've been preaching about this, and I've been praying a lot about really the perfection of God's timing a lot lately. I realize that there are always seems to be, at least in my lifetime, a lot of pain and suffering at this time. That the pain of 2020's Gaudete Sunday is not unique. You know, my first two Gaudete Sundays as a cleric were anything but joyful for me. As a fairly new deacon uh, preaching on Gaudete Sunday, my dad was at home dying of cancer. It was very difficult for my family to rejoice. He would die within only a couple of weeks of that Gaudete Rejoice Sunday. My first Gaudete Sunday as a priest, only two days after that Newtown shooting, where there's so many children uh, tragically and uh, shamefully lost their lives, very close friends of mine, my college roommate from Newtown. Thankfully, his sons were uh, in different schools, but they were very much, as we were all very much, impacted by this terrible tragedy. Gaudete Sunday is oftentimes a time of intense suffering. Rose is the perfect color for this time. 
Rose is the perfect color for this celebration, for we know how beautiful roses are. They do bring us joy. But we also know that roses have thorns. They have thorns. So rose is a perfect color to remind us that life is difficult. We don't need much of a reminder these days, and it can be a struggle at times. But in and through grace, we can have joy. And yes, we can even rejoice. But only if we stop turning in on ourselves and turn to the Lord and our neighbor. I have to remind myself this often. This is the only way we can find joy, especially in the chaotic times in this run-up to Christmas. Only joy in Christ, only joy in the person of Jesus Christ. Our joy does not come or should not come from something or someone external to us. Our joy must ultimately come from the divine life living within us, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that desires to dwell within us and is dwelling within us if we are in a state of grace. For only in embracing this gift, this incredible gift, can we rejoice, rejoicing in who he is and who we are and are more perfectly becoming. My friends, some of the most joyful times I have had have been when I am simply living out my vocation. Living out my vocation, of course, in the holy priesthood, but also to just become a holy man, being who God has made me to be. When I am truly being generous and being kind, when I'm not turned inward, doing what we call navel-gazing, when I get out of my head and I serve the other, my friends, peace and joy comes from doing God's will by being faithful Catholics and by ministering to him in our neighbor, by being that voice to somebody else's desert. And this is not only true, of course, for priests. We have all experienced the joy of helping the other, helping straighten someone else's way for the Lord to encounter them. If we do these things, if we do get out of ourselves and love God and love our neighbor, we will discover the answer to the question posed to St. John the Baptist in today's gospel. That same question is posed to each of us. Who are you? Who are we, my friends? You and I are beloved sons and daughters of the Heavenly Father. I think if more people understood this and believed it and lived it, then many of the world's problems would simply evaporate. You and I are someone worth coming down from heaven and taking on flesh to pursue. That God actually did this should cause us every day to rejoice. You and I, my friends, are someone worth enduring in tremendous pain and his passion and death in order to redeem. That Jesus did do this should cause us all to every day rejoice. You and I are someone worth transubstantiating simple elements of bread and wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ so that we can consume him and be transformed more perfectly into his image. The reality that God will do this right here on this altar, at this Mass, and in every Catholic Mass throughout the world should cause us to every single day rejoice. 
You and I, my friends, are so precious in God's eyes that he turns over his salvific plan in a certain way to us, that he desires to use us, to send us to spread this good news to another, to be that voice of love and mercy to another person's desert. And so we rejoice. We rejoice so many others can also rejoice. And so on this Gaudete Sunday, we rejoice despite our suffering. But if you are having difficulty rejoicing, speak to the source of our joy. Pray without ceasing. The more generous we are in our daily prayer lives, the more transforming of God can be for us. He doesn't force himself upon us. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. If we want joy, my friends, be generous in a prayer of thanksgiving. Give thanks in all circumstances, even circumstances of terrible suffering. Then rejoice by being instruments of this joyful grace in the lives of our family members, friends, co-workers, classmates, and yes, even total strangers. Rejoice by being the voice. We know we are not the word, but every last one of us can be the instrument. We can all be the Lord's mouthpiece. We can all be the voice. Rejoice by preparing the way for the Lord to come more deeply into our hearts and minds and in the hearts and minds of those we encounter each day so that we can all rejoice together. Many will struggle to find joy and peace during this season. Let us promise that we will not be among this group because we know he is with us in our struggle. We know he is helping us carry our crosses, even with comfort and joy and peace. And may God be praised. Amen.